What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieved stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Dallas, aka Young Bay, over Zoom video. Dallas was born and raised in the Portland, Oregon area, Pacific Northwest, and talks about how he got into music. He really got his start collecting records. He got into Japanese city pop. So he was collecting all these records and eventually started to sample and produce his own songs. He was throwing those up onto Bandcamp, started to build a little following there. He talks about that. He talks about how his career slowly evolved as he got more followers. He started to do tours by himself. He talked about the massive moment he had on TikTok with his song Bad Boy. He talked about releasing Groove Continental Side A and all about what's to come with Groove Continental Side B. And we hear about the latest single Body Talk and all about the Huluween Festival he's playing in Florida. You can watch our interview with Dallas on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Young Bay. Again, thanks, Dallas, for doing this. Um, it's about you and your journey in music, and we'll talk about the new song, and uh, we'll talk about Huluween, if that's cool as well. Absolutely. Sweet. Um, awesome. So I, first off, where were you born and raised? Are you, you're in L.A. now, right? LA now I've been out here let's say like five like years or so I'm like okay. I'm trying to like place it um but was born and raised in Portland Oregon um kind of bounced between there and then like Eugene Oregon my dad like does a lot of corporate shit so they get moved around a ton like they're up in uh Seattle right now but it's always been you know kind of northwest is where northwest. I grew up so I've always loved it there like I definitely like thrive there too like I love just overcast and everything so that usually like puts me in a better mood and it's been gloomy i woke up like an hour ago and i was just like what the fuck i was like why is it sunny i was like are you <laughs> kidding me i was like the weatherman promised me forecast of just just awful weather just gloom and everything i was like yes yes it was like well, it's been that way right i mean i'm in nashville tennessee now but i'm born and raised oh. in san diego so um, oh yeah Jeez. i lived there until about two and a half years ago. I mean, I, between there and I lived in San Francisco for a bit, but um, my mom was like, yeah, it's been, the weather sucked for like two months. It's just been like <laughs> rainy it, it and gloomy. And it, it like got to that point where I, I swear to God, it'll hit that every year too, where it's just like, it'll be the one day where I'm just like, can't take it anymore. Can't take this gloom, dude. And then like the sun will just come out of nowhere. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, it's the, the sun, the light. I'm like, no, and I'm like, okay, wrap it back up, back to gloom. I'm like, <laughs> bring that overcast weather back in. Literally, and like my parents were just here visiting too, and they were just like, "What are you talking about? What? Why have you been complaining about this gloom?" I was like, "What?" It's like, is this a test? It's like, are they just trying me out here? Like, They're like, it's beautiful like, down here. <laughs> dude, there's some days I'll step outside and I'm like, dude, I'm pretty convinced I'm on like the Truman Show or something, but it's like the Bay Show. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, oh, yeah, good. so. You're up in uh, Portland, Oregon area. Um, and what about how'd you get into music? You're, you said your dad's a corporate guy, but uh, do you have 
Yeah. They, Arts um, in your family or? Not really. No. I mean, we had like this, I have like this one cousin that was like always like on the artsy shit and like always had crazy hair and everything, but that's about the extent of it. Okay. So I'm like, you know, I didn't gather much there, but uh, no, it was like growing up, like we weren't really like, I guess my family wasn't like artsy like that, but I always was like, drawn to kind of like music and stuff and like i was always collecting records and stuff like i like prided myself on that um like did piano lessons for like a year and i was like oh, this is, like i did it when i was 12 and i was like well this is dumb i'm never gonna use this again like, <laughs> and um i was just like all right that's dumb um and then you know slowly later on it was like i was working i used to work at costco um like i would push carts and stuff and do all the like grunt work and all that shit and did that saved up for a laptop because like one of my coworkers was like oh i hear you talking about all these like records and i've never heard them he was like you should start like flipping these because i had like a lot of the japanese stuff and everything like i started accruing that um and just kind of yeah, like how'd you kind of fall into that like how did how, how, like that's such an interesting genre to kind of i know and it was like yeah it's like now it's like fully massive like the, right, the whole right. city pop and everything like it's actually like fascinating like i'm like i'll probably see some hbo doc on it later like <laughs> i wouldn't be like, shocked. just give it a year give it a year netflix uh, netflix original of yeah how dude, that right. music took over <laughs> it'll be like low five beats to documentary too like it'll be crazy stuff yeah like <laughs> oh my god but no i got into that and i was just like, what is this sound i was like you know, because I originally started just collecting them. And then um, I didn't really like I didn't grow up with like a lot of hip hop either. Like I grew up with like a lot of just like classic rock and like disco and stuff. Like I just like that for myself. Um, so it was like when I started getting into hip hop kind of like later on, that's when I was just like, oh, what is this sampling business? Like, what's up with this? Mm -hmm. And it was just like I was like, that's when it clicked for me when someone was like, dude, you got a stack of records in your room filling it. They're like, why don't you just start flipping them? And I was like, all right. All right. And just kind of did that, made like a mixtape in my mom's basement, like a couple weeks, threw that up. And then it just kind of like went from there. It just kind of like took off. And it's, yeah, I've like been doing it ever since. Were you doing that? Like, were you taking just those tracks and uh, like, did you have them digital and you were like messing with them like in, in Ableton or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like, like, how did it all did like, begin with it? Um, it was like a combination of it too. Cause I remember I was trying to learn like FL studio too at the same time. So like three of the tracks were in FL and like the rest are in like Ableton. Cause I was still like figuring it out. Right. And I'm like, I know exactly which ones. And I'm like, um, but it was like, yeah, I was just like chucking samples in and just like going all day. And I was just like learning how to chop, like what sounded right. Like how to layer everything, what to do. And I was just like, oh, this is really fun. I was like, what the fuck? I want to do this. I was like, pushing cart sucks, dude. <laughs> Weren't you, you were going to college at the time too, right? Or were you? Yeah, I okay. went for like, I went for like, like, did I go for like two terms? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to gas myself up. We went for two terms total. You All know right. what? Yeah, you know yeah. what? Two thirds of a year, baby. <laughs> I'm like, damn, mom, don't be too proud. <laughs> don't be oh too my God. Proud. But it was like, I was going to uh, Oregon State University in like Corvallis, Oregon. And Jesus Christ, it is fucking cow tipping territory out there, dude. Oh, is like, it really? There's not a lot to do. And everybody's like, really like, they want to be like really country and have the big truck and like all this stuff. And I'm just like, everybody's like throwing a dip in 24 seven. I'm just like, <laughs> this ain't it for me, dude. And like, I think like Call of Duty came out and I just stopped going to classes. And I was like, yeah, mom, I think I'm going to withdraw. And like. I was just like, 
Black Ops 2 sounds a lot better for me right now. And just like, <laughs> and like, I just like got so sick of it. And I was just like so overwhelmed there too. Cause I'm like, I just didn't want to be around that many people 24 seven and shit. So I was just mm-hmm. like, okay, obviously that's where I'm like, even like job wise, where I was like, I need something where I can just be a recluse and just like have no bother any of that stuff. So it was kind of like, that's where like college kind of just woke me up to where I was like, okay, I was like, this isn't it. I was like, I'm going to be miserable. Like, so I just packed up my stuff one day and shut up at home. It was like, Hey mom, can you help oh, me? Do you, my were, you moved out, you were living uh, on campus or whatever. Yeah. I was in the dorms and I just showed up when he was like, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like, Oops. Uh, I I'm like, my parents didn't care, but they were just like, all right, work time. And I was yeah. like, all right. And then, and then like, you that to, is that up. when you went yeah, to Costco? Like, I, or were you yeah, already worked at okay. Yeah, I worked there for like two, three years. Uh, but it was like great too. And it's like, uh, yeah. like pay was sick. Like I was able to get my first MacBook for that. And um, like all my music equipment, I was able to like work and everything. So there was always like this fun end goal for me. And I would be like, like when I started doing it all too, it was like while I was still working at Costco. Um, and I would have like an hour and a half before I would just come home and knock out every day. Cause I was like, I would also like have shifts where I'd stock all the stuff at night. Like you'd be stocking dog food, like all the oh, like, pallets. Yeah. Those and it's just pallets. like, you just come home, like you're just dry and just like, you feel like shit. And I would have like one spurt of like energy for an hour tops. And I'm like, okay, I gotta get music out and figure this out now. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I just kind of learned like an hour a day each day and just kind of like progressively went with that. And then it was like, dude, yeah, I'm like, I just always, yeah, it just seemed like the easiest thing to do. And I was like, this seems natural and just kind of went from there. And so you, you made your first mixtape and did you put it up like on SoundCloud or like, where did you? Yeah. On uh, fuck, my blanking uh, Bandcamp. Oh, Bandcamp. Um, okay. Yeah. And I, I still like rally for Bandcamp part. Like I love Bandcamp. I think it's like one of the better platforms and like, you know, it's like even like we were talking about SoundCloud the other day where I was like, God, what happened to that, dude? I was like, <laughs> right. and because someone had showed me the app the other day and they were like, dude, the website is finally sick. And I was like, it's finally five years too late, dude. Right, like, right, right. I was, like, I was like, why are you getting me riled up? <laughs> yeah, I was, the only time I'll see people send like uh, SoundCloud links is if it's like a private like yeah. song that hasn't been released yet, right? It's like, here's dude, a- someone sent me one of those and I'm like, Usually I'll get like a Dropbox or a box or just like the file. Yeah. And someone sent me a SoundCloud private link for their album one day. And I was like, dog, you are on Sony and you are sending <laughs> me a private link. Dude, right. I know. I was like, dog, you need to reevaluate yourself. I'm like, do you have an Android too? Like, what's up? <laughs> but a lot of <laughs> Because big labels will do that too. Dude, literally. I was like, I was like, dog, that was a conscious decision. You moved it off the app box. I was like, you moved it. <laughs> I was like, conscious. Like, you went through the process of like uploading this. And he was like, well, I just like seeing the waveform. And I was like, all right, all right, valid, valid. Well, you can see the waveform on Dropbox. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, I was like, good Lord, dude. Oh my God. Sounds hilarious. So fun though. Gosh. <laughs> but so it was Bandcamp. That's where you put it up. Yeah. Bandcamp. And then um, it's always kind of been there too. Until like I ended up signing with like, I was with Arista for the last uh, part of the album. And like, they were great too. I was just like ready to move on and like get back independent where I'm like, okay, I just want to like 
allocate everything myself and do everything myself, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's where it's been even more fun. That's like all the new stuff, like the mayor stuff, which is yeah. like super fun. No, that new record is awesome. I really Dude, like no. it. Honestly, that one's one of my favorites. And it was funny because we made it super fucking quick. I think we made it in like 20 minutes or something. Really? And like, yeah, we were just kind of like jamming out. And I think we sat down and there was um, a Mellotron there. There was something at the studio we were at. And I was like, oh, dude, we should just like fuck with some random stuff and just like build off this. And like, it was super fun too. Like we were just sitting there messing with like, it's got this weird like pitch automation. You like, it's just a knob. You like flick back and forth. And it just like does like this, you know, high to low kind of pitch, like just like this slide. And we were just like, oh, let's just mess with that. And then started just laying everything down immediately. And like, dude is a fucking genius. I was like, dude, what are you on? I was like, you're cracked, bro. <laughs> no, it's a, yeah, Body Talk, it's a, it's such a rad song. And the, well, the album you put out is before that was uh, Continental Groove, but it was side A. Is that like, yeah. And so that's the one that you did on air. So this will all be on side B. Yeah. And it's okay, like, then you have, I was going to ask. So side yeah, B. Yeah. Cause that's, next. that's, that was the other like reason I was like, okay, I think we need to part ways with air stuff. Cause I wanted to do, well, I get it in hindsight now, but I wanted to do like a 30 track album. Cause I was like, you know, let's <laughs> just, I was like, you know, I just got to get it all out now. You know, yeah. I was like, I just got to get it out of my system. And they were like, I don't think that's realistic. <laughs> I was like, okay, that may be, but, but, you know, so me like, out. Nice. yeah, <laughs> let me do like, a double album. <laughs> exactly. I was like, dude, I was like, but it actually worked out nicely and they were like very keen on it. And it kind of like just allows me to kind of sit in this world and kind of like build it out and slowly just kind of have it be this living, breathing world. And so it's super fun for me too. And it's like, it's fun now too with, like the aspect of like a side B because I don't see a lot of like albums come out in this like kind of sequencing or just kind of like, you know, like a side A or a side B. I'm like, I don't see like a part one, part two very often. No, uh, not really. Right. So it's like kind of, it's like a challenge too, where it's like, okay, we kind of have to elevate it, but still make it seem like it fits in this same realm all like kind of seamlessly. And, you know, whether it's art, you know, the music, anything, it's all got to like kind of seem like, there's this elevation to it, but like, you know, not so jarring that they're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Who is this? So it's been <laughs> like, it's been fun with that regard, like, especially with the music too. Like that's where it's just gotten more fun too. And it's like, it was kind of like, Oh, let's step it up more this time. And like, let's just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like just a lot more like classic sounding me on this one. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's just uh, interesting though. Cause I mean, all your albums have been like Bay, Bay two, three, four, you know what I mean? Like you've kind of lined them that way. Dude, and then you're like, I did that. I Cause I was like, I can't, I literally sat on a name generator for like 30 minutes when I was trying to make an album name when I first did that. And I was just like, fuck this. I was like, it's Bay. <laughs> <laughs> and then like but the way I you've did, done it is rad. Like uh, with Bay, like the third one is just B a three, you know what I mean? And then yeah. you B four, like, like that, how you were able to stylize it. It's really everyone creative. wants me to do. Um, everyone wants me to do something because I have this Liberace tag where he's like, and now for my next number, I'd like to return to the classics, uh, which is one of my favorite videos ever. And he starts playing chopsticks. Oh, that's um, awesome. So funny. And everybody wants me to do like the next one called like back to the basics or something. Oh, or, no, like, that's back creative. to the like, classics or something, you know? Basics, I like that. I thought you were going to use the B as a six. I know. That's what I was thinking too, like a six A. I was like, 
<coughs> sorry no i'm sick this week oh my god yeah that's not good um so like okay well just real quick going back to you know putting up your first songs on bank on Bandcamp, like what at what point were you able to leave costco and you know pursue music as a as a job was that it was honestly like pretty quick it was kind of like a few months after that and it was like so like it moved pretty rapidly and this is also when like soundcloud was kind of like in its prime like in its height um so everything was like moving pretty quickly at that time like honestly that was one of my favorite times to be alive for music like like that was height interaction like everything (laughs) so it was like yeah it trickled out pretty quick and then followers just kind of trickled up on soundcloud um and then after that, yeah, it was like, I didn't even like touch like Spotify or anything for years. Cause A, I didn't know how to clear a sample to save my life. You know, <laughs> didn't have like management or anything. I was just doing it all for like, like four or five years just by myself. And it was like, I was like, Oh, I don't need any of this. Like went on tour by myself, all that shit. Like, Oh really? Um, yeah. I was going to ask yeah, about like live shows. So like you build this community online and then are people asking you like, Oh, Hey, can you come play my party? Or were you DJing? Yeah. All the time, yeah like, all the time and it's like it's pretty cool too being at like the shows and everything because it's like my fan base is like definitely very unique because um it's more or less like i kind of was born and rooted in this like internet born genre Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like which is a very like for it's it was like a foreign thing and like when it all started kicking off and now it's like obviously you see that left and right but it was like at the time it was like that was there was so much like devotion and everything from all these people and just like they're still like that like the vaporwave future funk communities everything like insane dedication um so it was like yeah it got lucky with that it's like at the shows too it's always been like oh shit i'm like do these people leave home do they like do they leave the internet and it was like they right. show up all the time and i'm just like what the fuck i'm like look going out more than me that's what i was gonna ask you i mean you build this community online and then (laughs) are you you know you're like okay i'm gonna book the show in wherever uh nevada and then you go there and it's like wow these people that were listening to me on the internet that found me on the internet are like literally here now watching you know it's weird like when it first happens too it was like bizarre i was just like what the hell is wrong with y'all i was like i didn't even want to take the plane here to see myself I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, wow. Like, no, and it's like, it's just like, oh my gosh. Like, uh, it's just such a good feeling. It's just like, so cool just being able to like meet all these people too. Mm-hmm. Like we always do like meet and greets and everything and just like stick it out after the show. I'm like, you usually find me behind like the tour bus smoking a fucking joint after a show. I'm like, it's like a little crusty degenerate. Just, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, you know what? That's That's the secret. They know where to find me. Oh um, yeah, but, no. Now you have a bunch of people rushing behind the bus at your tour. <laughs> you're right? I'm like, damn, I'm not sharing. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you're like, bring your own. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna encourage a potluck. Be like, yo, can you bring like a picnic table too? <laughs> if you're an independent artist, you may know the struggle of you got these great songs. How do I get them in front of record labels, radio DJs, get them on Spotify playlists? How does this happen? Well, friends, this is Adam from Bringing It Backwards, and I'm going to tell you about this amazing website called DropTrack. 
Drop Track will get you a free press release for your music with the new AI-powered PR agent from Drop Track. Drop Track has helped thousands of independent musicians actually get their music heard by connecting them with record labels, radio DJs, Spotify playlist curators, and now Drop Track is leveraging the power of AI to help you promote your music. It's super simple. All you have to do is upload your song and then Drop Track will write a professional, personalized press release that describes your music all in just seconds. Then Drop Track helps you share it with the world. You might ask yourself, Adam, why do I need a press release for my music? Well, you need a press release because you need to be able to describe your music in words. You can send the press release to record labels or radio programmers, media outlets, and these industry folk and your fans will actually be able to read about your music before they even press play on the song. This will also get them interested in your music so they want to listen to it. A really good friend of mine has been an independent musician for a number of years, written so many great songs, but he's like, why do I need a press release? So I explained to him the importance of the press release, being able to describe the music. People know what they're getting into before they even press play. He drops his song into drop track. It writes this beautiful press release. Then all he has to do is just send it out. Super simple. What are you waiting for? Get a press release for your own song. Try it now for free at www.droptrack.com. That's droptrack.com. That's D-R-O-P-T-R-A-C-K, droptrack, droptrack.com. Check it out today. You know, kind of early on and maybe doing your own tours and finally getting, figuring out this, getting your samples or getting the samples cleared and all that. Like, was there uh, a song or a moment or anything that kind of elevated you to the next you know, level or do you remember like a big milestone? Yeah. I mean, it was like right around the time. So I had a uh, Bay five, like the one with me with the bird on my head. Uh-huh. Um, fucking hate birds, dude. Hate dude, birds. So do I. Oh that my God. That's awesome. On my head, dude. I wouldn't have been shoot. able to put it on my head. Dude, I, was, I literally was freaked out. I was like, are you kidding me? And it was like, the bird handler was just the weirdest guy. He was like, talk <laughs> to them like people. I was like, my dude. You're like, oh, okay. If somebody shit on me, then I let me like, talk to him. Like, it's like, a person. Right, it's your girl then, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was like right around that time. It was like everything just kind of started clicking and just um, obviously like bad boy was coming out then too. And like, that was just kind of make or break. Like it really just like one day just went on TikTok and just kept going and going and going. Um so that was like definitely the pivotal moment. And I'm like, I still don't know anything about TikTok to this day. I'm like, I'm like, I have no desire to make a TikTok at all. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Me, I feel that like I'm just too old and it's like cringy. I, literally, I'm like, dude, I'm, <laughs> like I'm like, what am I gonna do? Dance? Like <laughs> <laughs> but at least you put out red records. I mean, uh so that did did you already have um bad boy out when TikTok happened? Because I mean, it was that album yeah, out like 2019, kinda, right? Yeah, and it was kind of slowly like doing its thing. Um, and I was with AWOL at the time for like distribution and like they were awesome. And then Sony kind of like stepped in and was like, hey, we want to get this and like take over the whole project and all this. And um, so it was like everything started kind of like moving even more from then. Cause like as we're signing it over, that's when it was like initially picking up momentum. So that's when they jumped really quick at it, mm, um, which like naturally. 
Um, but it was kind of like after that, yeah, they really kept like the campaign going and that's when everything started just growing like crazy. And then we did like the remix, did like Wiz Khalifa, like Max, like all that. So it was like, that was just like super fun, like pivotal moment. And then just kind of since then, it's like just every feature I've wanted and everything. I'm like, I can get it now. Like it's like not far fetched. I'm like, I got everybody I wanted on the last record. I got everybody on this one I wanted. Like, so it's like, it's just been fun too. And it's all like a learning process. Yeah. I mean, the, the people you've had on like features and just like, (laughs) I love your remix of the, the Knox method man's. Yeah. I I mean, like, yeah, just like, just looking at your just discography and the and the talent you've had a chance to work with that's so i mean that's amazing that must be dude no so it's been good. fun it's like um i mean it's even like with the mayor track that we just dropped it's like actually very full circle for me because i'm like i remember driving to high school listening to mayor hawthorne in my oh, car really like genuinely i listened to like a lot of mayor like i've been a mayor fan like for a very long time like i love his stuff like i'm big on the tuxedo shit so i've been like dying to work with that man you know and it, it was same with like when i worked with like a wall nation i was like oh yeah these are dudes from like when i was in high school i was like this is crazy to me like and it's just like such a blessing to be able to like be in the same room as them like you you're just like what the fuck are you wasting your time on me for dude you're like <laughs> oh my gosh with mayor uh was that when you met him or when you first worked on that track together was that like a I mean, tell me, were you nervous at all? Or, I mean, you'd been doing oh, it like, so long, but were you like, like oh my God, starstruck? I don't get like nervous in sessions usually. And it's like, for him, I was just kind of like, okay, like, because usually I'll do like a meetup before too and be like, okay, if I got to sit in a room with you for like six or seven hours and I don't know you, I'd rather like grab a coffee first and make right. sure you're not crazy. Yeah, you that's, know? A good, that's a good call. And I'm like, it's just like a boundary for me where I'm just like, I just, I've done enough sessions where I go and sit with like a rando and I'm just like, are y'all just like, I'm like, are y'all trying to interrogate information out of me? Is this a test? Um, but like he and I had enough mutuals where it's like, you know, like the Chromeo boys and like Oliver, like Oliver's a close friend. Like I work on stupid amount with that guy. Um, but like, he's in the same studio as them. And like, they all are just like super close. Like Oliver and them have worked on like mayor records, all that. So it was like, I was basically twice removed. It felt like, and I was like, I want to meet this guy. I want to work with this guy. And like, yeah, he just came in and like off the rip, we immediately just started like talking about rare, like Motown cuts and everything. Cause I was like, dude, I was like, she's like the 45 for that one that you were covering there. I was like, is that like that shy lights cover one? Or is it this other one? cover? We were just like bantering about random stuff. And I was just like, Oh sick. And then he was just like, all right, give me a guitar. And we just started like making music and just started ripping that. And yeah, it was like 20 minutes later, you had the song. Literally, it was like an hour and a half session, I think. It was like one of the quickest sessions. Like, that's crazy. It was just nuts. And it was just like, you can just tell when someone like has the sauce like that. Like, he's just, there's gears turning up there, like for mm-hmm. sure. How do you like, I mean, I've never asked anyone this. I'm just curious. Like, if you're in a session with someone, like you were saying, and you don't like kind of vet them beforehand, or it's like, you're just, sitting there like if nothing's working it's like how long do you have to sit there and like pretend like you could figure something out i i rush with the quickness if it's like a session where i'm just not feeling it like i'm like i wish i had productivity like that most days but i could spurt out a track real quick and i'm just like sorry gotta go cats falling off a cliff i'm like bye like (laughs) i make i'm just like and i'll set a timer like if i'm not feeling it immediately i'll be like yeah i gotta have a heart out and two and a half hours. Sorry. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, you, so you I like, I'll set that. Tricks. Usually it's like, um, I'll kind of do that too, to just kind of like light a fire where it makes everybody kind of work. Mm-hmm. And more often than not too, it'll end up like, I'll end up tricking my own self into staying longer. Where I'm just like, Oh, now we're actually working. I'm like, I can't leave this. It's like, it's like watching a movie and not finishing it. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm right. Like, right. Pain, actual pain. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I mean, to kind of set it up as, you know, I got a yeah, I got a hard out in two hours or whatever. Then it probably cuts down on like the, the beforehand banter and they're like, oh, I got to take a piss or like, oh, I'm going to go exactly. get a coffee, like all that. I can imagine that stuff. I'm like, dude, uh, I've made it lagging. this new ritual um, where I pull up. I've been postmating fucking Wetzel's pretzels to sessions just to get a reaction, <laughs> just to get a reaction. And like one dude was like, are you really going to touch that bag right now? Do you see it dripping? I was like, absolutely. Can't wait to crush this thing. Like, oh my uh, gosh. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm like, why? I'm just going to have this bad name for myself. They're like, you don't pull up your studio is going to smell like a pretzel, dude. Yeah. Like, don't let young day pull Always up. gets Wetzel's pretzels. <laughs> dude, I rally for them. I champion for them. I'm like, I want a sponsorship. Uh, I was going like, to say, you should try to get them to, to, <laughs> to sponsor. I know my list of like desirable sponsors. I'm like, well, I need some cat litter. I need some new Converse. Um, probably need some socks too. <laughs> Like I'm yeah. like, and Wetzel's pretzels. And pretzels. Oh, that's funny. Oh um, my god. So, <laughs> so with this, I mean, you said you wanted thirty songs on the record for like, and then so side B are all songs that you already have done, or like, um, yeah, it's and like, um, and it's picking side thing. A, were you like, was that a process in itself? Sorry, I'm cutting you off, but no, no. Uh, well, with side A was like kind of tricky to kind of narrow it down to and there was also just like there's always like a deadline and just kind of like this you know time contingencies and all this um so it was just kind of like figuring that out and then it's kind of like trying to wrangle all the features and everything and then figuring out what goes where and it's like you know um that's where it was like we ultimately were like let's just do this in two parts because they were like you know there's obviously like a cutoff on how many tracks they want to deal with unless i'm like metro boom it i'm not doing a 30 track album you know like so it was like it made sense but it was just like so exhausting and then it was like thankfully they were just like let's just break this up into two so it was like oh okay we already have all these pre-existing ones that were meant for this world Mm -hmm. um so they were like oh let's just for side b we can just polish these up and just you know worry about the features after that so it's been it's been better with that too and it just kind of gave us like this big landing strip and just kind of all this space to just you know at least like plan it out and let it, you know, do its thing, which has been fun. That's cool. So you haven't, have you picked all of the features for the side B? Is it done? Yeah. It's oh. very done. I'm like, I've already got another album done after that too. I'm like, oh I my just gosh. Here. I'm like, I know I'm already, I'm almost done with another one after that too. I'm like, I just, I'm like, I just work all day. Yeah. Is it hard to sit on those songs and be like, it's like, I Dude. bet it's one of those things like where I'm asking you about, you know, body talk and you're like, that's great, but you should like two albums down. Like, wait till you hear this song. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, give me like three years, dude. And you're going to come and text me and be like, whoa. <laughs> you're like, like oh, yeah, oh, that, that was the song we were like, talking about track? in January or June of 2023. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna be like, that was the one, bro. I told you it was better. 
yeah. You're like, just wait then another seven dude. years when the, the songs I've been writing uh, are going to come out. Yo, that shit is the worst, dude. When you just got to like sit on shit, like the next single I have dropping too, like, um, it's just like, I'm like the feature on that too. I'm super fucking stoked. So I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, everybody, I'm like, all right, forget body talk now. Next, next. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I swear to God, I'm like a child some days. I'm just like, oh, the next shiny thing. That's like, so funny. I, you've probably got asses a million times, but um, I'm just curious, based off features, like, is there someone that you wanted that you haven't had on a record? Honestly, I've honestly got most of the people I want. I know I'm like the end goal would be get like Empire of the Sun on something. Oh, like I cool. think that would be just divine. Like, oh my gosh. I wouldn't be shocked if you got you know, Luke Steele. I, I mean, he dude, put out a record not that long ago. I think like I a know. solo he played, album. he played before me at Splash House this year. And I think I was pretty shroomed out, but I was definitely attempting <laughs> to be like, yo, dog, you mean? Let's do something. <laughs> the, the, the sounds, the sounds. <laughs> So I'm like, you know, we'll see where that landed, you know, but I, I think there's, I think there's potential fingers crossed. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. And that would, I think that would be a rad song. I mean that dude. Right. Cool. And I'm like, especially with everybody kind of back on the like funk and house wave and everything. I'm like all these like mid 2000 kind of Indies people kind of just lend themselves nicely to that. Like, fuck, who are we with? We were with, uh, uh, MGMT, like, for a couple mm. nights in New York too. Like those guys are super fucking dope. Love those. Oh guys. yeah. Like we went to one of their shows too. And he was like spinning disco into like DNB. And I was like, all right, dog, I think we have to work on something now. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that, is, is that some potential uh, feature? I honestly, I'm gunning for it. And it was like, shit, I'm like good friends with their manager, everything. So I'm just like, we, we found out with them. I'm like, shit, tried to bait them to come to a Montauk show. They would not rally. Like, <laughs> uh no but they're super nice dudes like just like genuine people that's awesome man um and you've got a handful of festivals coming up but i want to yeah. talk about yeah the halloween is is a big one that uh, i know i've never been i was gonna ask you you haven't been yet no honestly i'm like it's fun i'm like i'd heard the name and it's like most festivals they'll throw in front of me i'm just like i'm like what festival i'm like what i'm like i don't know i'm like i'm there's so, so many now and, right dude, I, mean, I am so out of the loop like even listening to new music i'm just like how do y'all i'm like i go through new music friday and i'm just like all right i got the gist of it good like, <laughs> i recognize a couple of these names okay <laughs> like all right i'm in the loop i'm in the loop cool i'm like i'm gonna be like the worst dad they're gonna be like dad new iphone i'm like what what's that thing what uh no, but Halloween, yeah, I'd, I'd heard the name, but never been to it. And also, I like, I love a good fucking Halloween. I love a good right. Halloween. And it's going to be in Florida. I, from what I hear, it's the, the venue is really cool. Like, just the atmosphere, that, the whole thing is there. Is it outdoors? Space. Yeah, it's outdoors. It's like oh, at some God. park or something. Like, I, oh, I've yeah. interviewed a couple of the other artists that are on it, and that's all I've really got as far as, like, the base for what it is. But, um, yeah, uh, I would I know I was trying to figure it out myself and like, I think they sent a bunch of reference photos and stuff or something in like the offer email. And it was like, all right. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of cool jam bands on it. I mean, and, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and like some rad electronic stuff too. So. See, and I'm like, I always need a good combo at a festival too. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just get bored at some festivals where I'm just like, 
I'll be walking past one stage. I swear to God, I was like, I thought I was tripping out of this world one day. We were at like crossed or something before. Oh yeah. That one's pretty, uh, like three stages now. And it was like walking back and I was like, I was like, wasn't that guy just there? I was like, what, wasn't he just playing that song there? And there, my girl's just like, no, it's completely different. So I was like, no, it's the same. No, (laughs) like, no, this is confusing me. So I'm like, that's why I love, like, it's like cool to see when they have like jam bands and stuff like all the Midwest ones hit it really well mm-hmm. where it's like, where it's like, at least I get a sampler and stuff. So that's where I'm like, Halloween. I'm like stoked on that regard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it, I mean. The, the definitely the lineup is very diverse, which is cool. Right. And, I'm like, yeah. kind of have a little fun. Yeah. You going to break out a costume or what? Dude, I'm the fucking worst at Halloween. I'm not going to lie. So I, I love getting candy, but I'm like, I think the last several years, I literally like, um, I will just go to like a CVS and buy like scrubs for like 20 bucks. Dude, do you hear my cat going ape shit up there? What? Yeah. Do you need Menace. to get the cat? <laughs> no, no, no. He's just crazy. Right? He's like, he's getting neutered like my kitten. Oh, and my. he's just like horny out of his mind right now, just screaming <laughs> at the world in anger. And I'm like, little buddy, I'm like, I can sympathize. I'm sorry. It's like, it's okay. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, that's too funny. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at Halloween too. That's not my, my, my jam. I'm, I was never like a dude. costume dude. I'm like, right. And girls will be like, well, I have to have like three outfit changes for the weekend. I'm just like, Jesus, I was going to rinse <laughs> these scrubs for the foreseeable future. <laughs> I'm saving these till next Halloween. <laughs> dude, literally. I, I use like the fucking DJ pass half the time too, where I'm just like, you know, I don't think I'm going to dress up. I'm just going to say I'm me. Uh, yeah. I'm a DJ. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'll get one of those. My name is DJ. Oh, they, there you go. There you go. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, well, that's awesome. I mean, you have, sounds like a ton of music that's going to come out. And um, yeah, yeah. The, the next album is already next two. It sounds like are almost pretty much finished. Yeah. Um, I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Dallas, so Dude. much for doing this, man. This has been Dude, awesome. Thanks for having me and dealing with tech issues up the walls oh. i'm like dude i know i'm like went and immediately grabbed two chargers to just keep <laughs> near me for this i was just like plugged in i have another one ready to go just in case oh well i appreciate that no this has been so much fun i thank you for doing the video too dude no of course thanks for having me this was um, too easy awesome awesome i have one more question for you i want to know Ooh. if you have any advice for aspiring artists Ooh, i always just tell them keep doing your own thing i'm like took me a while like it took me years because everybody was like, just like, oh, I don't see like the disco thing panning out and stuff. But I was just like, screw that. I was like, this stuff makes me happy. What am I going to make something else that I want to make and like pop off and then have to do that forever? I was like, that sounds miserable. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That'd be like, like, that'd be like if I just like switched up one day, it was like, yo, I'm going to make drum and bass. And then I just popped off off of drum and bass and just started disliking it. I'm like, what if I was just stuck with that for life? I'm like, and I just wanted to do my disco thing. And, you know, so I always tell people, I'm just like, if it's making you happy, dude, like people are going to see that and it's going to reflect in the actual work and the art and just everything you do. And like, people can see when you're stoked on your own shit too. Like it's very visible. And I'm like, people are drawn to that too, where they see that. So I'm like, I just always tell them, I'm like, head down, focus on you. Don't give a fuck about what anybody else is doing. I'm like, that's such an L if you let someone else affect your day like that. Like such an L dude. Oh my God. So it's like, yeah, just do your thing and like have fun with it. 
That's like the best part about this job. I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit. (laughs) 